Okay. So, ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Checkout MPL. Um, we're happy to be here. Um, both Jamie and I are working from home today um, for a little bit, but we do have curbside pickup at the library. So if you want to know more information about that, head to our website. Um, MeltonPublicLibrary.org. We've had a good turnout our first week. I think people are very excited and relieved to finally get books. And it's been fun to see people, even if it's just a wave from the building to the parking lot. Yeah, so we'll be doing that hopefully for a few more weeks. We have no idea still when we're going to be opening up or how we're going to be opening up. So be patient with us. We're just as anxious to get started as you guys are. So, But we're happy yep. to be online. We're doing a whole bunch of fun stuff online. We're uh, figuring out our summer reading program right now too so hopefully we'll have some fun information about that out soon yeah it's definitely forcing us to be more creative than usual yes and we're, <laughs> we're learning new things ourselves and it's, it's fun it's very fun yeah um today we are going to kind of play off the quarantine house meme that's been going around social media um, we thought it'd be kind of fun to ask our patrons who their favorite book characters are and then sort them in two different houses and then we'll explain the characters and then you guys can choose which house you would want to be in um, according to the characters that are in there. Yeah, I think this is gonna be interesting because we have quite a broad range of characters. And a lot of these characters I haven't read or explored yeah. myself, so I learned some fun things. So what we're gonna do is we have 20 characters in a bag right here and I'm going to draw them out and we'll draw what are we doing? Four per house? Yes. Yes. Doing five houses, four characters per. So yep. we're going to draw the first house, and then Jamie and I will go over the characters, and then so on and so forth. And then when we're done, we'll post everything on social media so you can see the houses and choose which one you want to be a part of. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. So our first house is going to have... We have Danny Torrance. So I have... Da I was tasked to looking up Danny. Yeah, there's it's another one I don't know. So yeah. So I didn't know this one either. So Danny Torrance is actually from Stephen King's The Shining and Doctor Sleep. So in The Shining, he had psychic powers, um, extraordinary intelligence, a large vocabulary, and is quite attached to his father. So he's a child in The Shining. Um, he also has an imaginary friend named Tony, um, who allows him to see the past, present, and future events. And then Dr. Sleep follows Danny as an adult. So That's good. Did you memorize it all? You didn't no. even like look at your notes. <laughs> That's a, the good thing about video recording with your laptop. I can be reading and oh. kind of looking at the camera. <laughs> I'm going to be like looking at my paper here. <laughs> really nice. Well, thank you. I'm glad I came off well there. Yeah, that was excellent. So, of course, The Shining and Dr. Sleep have been made into movies. I think a lot of these that we're going to be talking about have been made into movies. Yeah, I think so. All right, so Danny is the first resident of the house. We also have Junie B. Jones. Okay, that one's mine. Um, so this was one I actually did know because it's a children's book. And um, Junie B. is, the B stands for Beatrice. She always makes a big point of that in her book. But she is a six-year-old and almost six-year-old when the series starts. And she is about to start kindergarten. And she's just like a quirky, encourageable little kid. She definitely has an attitude. <laughs> and that series is by Barbara Park. Nice. I have not read any Junie B. Jones myself. 
Well, if you wanted to, you could probably read it in about 10 minutes because okay. they're just like really easy readers. I know she's popular at the library. Well, yeah, I used to do a, uh, read alouds with like my school kids and they always thought it was funny because she just like has kind of bad, um, like I know some teachers don't go for it because she has kind of bad um, grammar. Oh. You know, she, ta they, she talks like a little kid with lots of mistakes, but yeah. it's funny and the kids like it, so. All right, our third one is Axel Pendergast. Okay, yeah, that one's mine. So um, Axel Pendergast is, um, Axel actually st stands for Aloysius Singzu Lang. Wow. That's where the yeah. Axel comes from. And he is in novels by Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. He is a um, special agent for the FBI and uh, basically specializes in serial killer cases. And he, um, I saw, there must be like a, either a movie or a TV show or else someone like online put a picture of what they thought he would look like because they almost say that he's like albino looking, oh. like, like corpse-like. So the picture I saw was like those ice blue eyes and like pale face and like whitish hair. <laughs> And he is a master of psychological manipulation, disguise, and improvisation. Oh, he sounds like interesting to talk to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so our last resident of House One is going to be Alex Cross. All right, so I had Alex Cross. Yep. Um, Alex Cross is the character in James Patterson's long-running series that begins with Along Came a Spider. Um, he is a detective and a psychologist out of Washington, D.C. Um, he worked in the Homicide Division in D.C. and eventually became a senior agent with the FBI. So, that <laughs> so is we got a couple homicide detectives and then yeah. Junie B. Jones. Junie <laughs> Jones. I think <laughs> can hold her own in that house. Sometimes he's got a All right, so that's our first house. Our first house is Danny Torrance, Junie B. Jones, Axel Pendergast, and Alex Cross. Okay. All right. House number two. We have Atticus Finch. That one's so, you, I think. Yep. I had Atticus. Let me write him down here. So Atticus um, is obviously from To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee and also Ghost at a Watchman that came out a few years ago. Um, he is considered one of the greatest fictional figures in American literature. Um, he is based off of Lee's father, whose name was Amasa Coleman Lee. Um, he is a single father to Scout and Jem, and a lawyer who defends Tom Robinson against the accusations of rape and was a model of courage and decency. Um, there is a little controversy because how he was portrayed in Ghost at a Watchman um, was not very favorable, I guess. So, I so don't he know. was a character in both books. Yeah, so oh, Ghost okay. Ghost at a Watchman was set years later after To Kill a Mockingbird. Is when Scout was an adult, I believe. Okay, um, I did not know that. How Atticus was portrayed is a little bit opposite of how he was portrayed in To Kill a Mockingbird, and that upset some readers. Um, I haven't read To Kill Ghost at a Watch Watchman. I read To Kill a Mockingbird, of course. I think mm -hmm. I read it in school. Um, so I guess if you want to live in this house, you can decide which Atticus Finch you want to live with. <laughs> And of course, he was um, played by Gregory Peck in the film version, and people love that adaptation. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 
All right, second resident is um, Miranda, and she is from the book called Life As We Know It. Um, it's a young adult book, and I have Miranda here. So Life As We Know It is by Susan Beth Pfeiffer, I believe it's pronounced. Oh, yeah, I think it's Pfeiffer. Yeah, so she is 16 years old, and she is dealing with the death of her friend, but also there's an asteroid that's heading for the moon. So double the fun. Oh, no. <laughs> and although she is seemingly immature at first, she obviously ha is forced to grow up quickly because of the catastrophic events that are happening around her. So that is um, Miranda. Sounds like 2020. I know, it does. <laughs> it's going to be a young adult book that's going to be based on what's going on right now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some young adult books out there right now that already have this kind of premise that came out years ago. Yeah. Sure. All right. So third resident is Katniss Everdeen. Oh, that's you too. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of events, I guess, that are kind of... <laughs> Two young adult characters in the same house. Yeah, I like it. So obviously Katniss Everdeen is from The Hunger Games by Susan Collins. Um, she is 16 years old, and she lived in District 12 of the country of Pan Am. Um, she volunteered herself in the place of her younger sister to complete in the Hunger Games. Um, she is an incredibly skilled archer, hunter, climber, and swimmer, and was able to survive the Hunger Games through strength, wit, and smarts. And then, of course, she was in um, Catching Fire and The Mockingjay, yeah. and, and there is a... Yep. <laughs> I volunteer. Um, and then there is a, I think it's coming out this month. There's yes, a, a new one. Yeah, there's a prequel story to The Hunger Games that's coming out this month. So um, I did order it, so it should be coming to the library soon. Cool. I'm excited to read that. Yeah. I think, remember, when the movies came out, the side braid was a huge thing. Yes. I was Katniss for a Halloween back then. Yeah. yeah. I think many girls were Katniss. Yeah. All right. So fourth one is Roland of Gilead. Yep. Okay. That one's me. So um, he's another character from Stephen King novels. Um, he's the character in the Dark Tower series. And he was descended from a long line of gunslingers, peacekeepers, and diplomats. He is described as old, long, tall, and ugly. And at times appears detached and unsympathetic. But he possesses a strong sense of heroism and often uh, attempts to help those in need. So he's kind of like one of those uh, that appears hard on the outside, but really wants to help people. Oh, kind of like Katniss. I think him and yeah. Katniss along quite well. Yeah. So House 2 has Atticus Finch, Miranda, Katniss Everdeen, and Roland. Yep. House 2. All right, House 3. We have Mitch Rapp. That one's me. is we have a, a lot of like um like he's a counterterrorism operative okay. so we have a lot of uh, favorite characters that are kind of like these fbi like agents yeah. um aggressive he um his high school sweetheart was killed in a bombing and soon after that he was recruited by the cia and it kind of like started his secret agent you know um job and i think um he like i kind of compare him maybe to um like James Bond or like the Mission Impossible because it's a guy that sometimes takes stuff into his own hands, yeah. you know, like doesn't follow exactly the rules, but gets there with his own methods. Nice. All right. 
I think you may have glitched out. Who, what, who's the author of the Mitch Rat books? Vince Flynn. Okay, yeah, you glitched yeah. out on my end, so I don't know if it Oh, went. okay. All right. Our second one is Hercule Perot. Okay, so it's another detective guy. Um, he is Agatha Christie, novel character, famous Belgian detective. Um, he puts his skills to work as he travels the world solving difficult crimes. Um, and this was the quote that I read to you the other day that was so funny. Agatha Christie felt that he was a detestable, bombastic, tiresome, egocentric little creep, yet the public loved him, so she refused to kill him off. I love it. Bombastic. I love that word. Yeah. I love and it. he was in um, the remake. Well, he's in Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, is he? Yeah. I'm okay. pretty sure that's Piro. All right. Resident number three is Anne of Green Gables. Okay. Which is not actually her name. It's Anne Shirley. But um, she lived at Green Gables. So um, that's the L.M. Montgomery character. Um, she was a young orphan sent to live with Marilla and Matthew Cuthbert, which were brother and sister, I remembered, not husband and wife. Um, and it was kind of funny because they requested a boy um, from the adoption agency to help with chores. And uh, there was a mistake, and they sent her Anne instead. And they they want to give her back at first, but then she kind of works her way into their heart. She's fanciful, imaginative, eager to please, and dramatic. She'll fit right in with those <laughs> Yeah, we definitely have girls that won't back down against these, like, harsh guys. I love it. All right, so the last resident is John Corey. That's another one of yours. Yeah, okay. So let me find him here. I'm not as organized as you. Nelson DeMille is the author. And John Corey is a former homicide detective, again. Um, who is medically retired from the NYPD and is now working for um, the FBI's anti-terrorism task force. Fun. All right. Resident. Oh, that's okay. So that is house three. Yeah, so we have Mitch Rapp, yep, Mitch Rapp, Hercule Perot, Anne, and then John Corey. <laughs> house number three. All right. House number four. The first resident is Manny Ogg. Okay, yes, that one is me. Nanny Og is a character from um, Terry Pratchett's Discworld series. She's a witch. And um, this was really interesting because it says she was based on the mother stereotype of the triple goddess myth. And that is mother, maiden, and crone. So there's like the young, the middle, and the old character. And she, um, yeah, she's the mother character. And she's just like gets along with everybody. She is um, has lots of children and grandchildren. And so instead of being like the old wicked witch character, she's like the gathering in her arms, like of all these kids and grandkids. Awesome. I think that's a like is that a sci-fi series? Yeah, I think it must be. I, I think Terry Pratchett is sci-fi, if I remember right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Character number two is Jamie Fraser. So I have Jamie. Jamie is from the Outlander series by Diane Galbaldon. Oh, yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah. Anyways, his full name is James Alexander Malcolm Mackenzie Fraser. 
Um, he is a Scottish shoulder, soldier and landowner who is devoted to his family and has a strong sense of armor, uh, strong sense of honor. He is charming with a sense of humor and, quote, has a knack for inventive swearing. <laughs> he is the love interest um, in that one. Um, and obviously there is the, t- the TV show as well that he is played by a very handsome actor. <laughs> Have you watched that? I watched the first couple of seasons, yeah. I haven't yeah. read the book, but... Yeah, I don't think it's my... No, I don't think so. I go for those, like, secret agent guys more yeah. than... <laughs> <laughs> you too. All right, so the third resident is The Giver. Um, and I haven't read this book. Oh, it's so good. So The Giver is in The Giver by Lois Lowry. Um, he is the old man considered in the community as the receiver of memory and who held the community's collective memory for memories for many years and helped the committee of elders make important decisions. However, holding all these memories do cause him pain. Um, yeah. I don't know if you I'm can. I'm not sure like, if you would like it. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's quite your, your kind of story. I might have to give it a try. It sounds interesting. And I know, obviously I've heard about it too, um, but I just have never read it. So I might have yeah. to. And it's a series. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fourth one, and that one is Albus Dumbledore. Oh, wow. Two old guys. Yeah. I'm sure they would have lots of stories to tell you. Yeah, they probably would. (laughs) So, obviously, um, Dumbledore is from Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling. Um, His full name, hopefully I get this right, is Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. So he is the headmaster for the wizarding school Hogwarts and the founder of the Order of the Phoenix, the organization dedicated to fighting Lord Voldemort. Um, he's a mentor of the Harry Potter. And then Rowling says that he is the epitome of goodness. So. I love Dumbledore. I might have to pick that house for myself. Yeah. So House 4 has um, many Og, Jamie Fraser, The Giver, and then Elvis Dumbledore is house number four. All right, we're on to our last house here. We have Lucy Pavensi. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's how you say her last name, but it's your guess is, guess is as good as mine. She is the youngest of four children from the C.S. Lewis um, Chronicles of Narnia series, and she is the most sensitive and faithful of the characters, um, so it's easy for her to, like, believe all this stuff because she has, like, an easy faith. And she loves animals and befriends all creatures. Nice. I like her. I can see you liking her. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Elizabeth Bennett. Okay. This is me. You'll have to correct me if I'm wrong because Ashley is like the expert on Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> She's a protagonist in Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Um, second child in a family of five daughters. And those circumstances of the time push her to seek a marriage of convenience for economic security. She wishes to marry for love. Yeah. And then I told Jamie that I want to be in this house no matter what, because Mr. Darcy <laughs> would probably come around. <laughs> she is very, she's a very headstrong lady and I like her. <laughs> She'll be good for Lucy. Yeah. Toughen her up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, the third resident is Nancy Drew. I'm liking Ooh, this. This is a good house. So Nancy Drew, I had Nancy. Um, 
So I did not know that. Maybe I did know this. I don't know. So Nancy Drew is written by Carolyn Keene, but that is um, a number of ghostwriters wrote under that name. It wasn't one person. Um, She is an American teenager and an amateur sleuth created to be a counterpart to the Hardy Boys. Um, The original story was written in 1930, and the series actually has continued to written today in different kind of formats or... um, they're just like modernizing it, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I like this quote. So a Marvin Hefferman and a Carol Kismarek, they wrote a book called The Mysterious Case of Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. Um, they state that Nancy is a teen detective queen who offers girls something more than action-packed adventure. She gives them something original. Convention has it that girls are passive, respectful, and emotional, but with the energy of a girl shot out of a cannon, Nancy bends conventions and acts out every girl's fantasies of power. But, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So my mom actually has all the books. So mom, if you wow. into this, I would like to borrow the first couple and I kind of want to read the series now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Nancy Drew. And then the last one of the house is Big Nate. Okay. So this house is kind of opposite. It's all girls and then one boy. All the other houses are different. <laughs> okay. So Big Nate is um, written by London Lincoln Pierce. Um, Nate Wright is an 11-year-old sixth grader. He has a talent for sports, comic trivia, chess, detecting and deciphering things with his sense of smell, um, cartooning, snowball fights, and coming up with pranks. <laughs> He's best known for causing mayhem and awkward moments and getting himself in detention. So I did not know this, but Big Nate started off as a comic strip in 1991. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Came a book series, which are super popular at our library um, back in 2010. So yeah, they have uh, the regular like fiction stories, like chapter books, and then graphic novels, and they're both so popular. Yeah. So in House 5, we have Lucy, Elizabeth, Nancy, and Big Nate. So that's that's kind of like the younger house. That's going to be like real world. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Reality show. Yeah. <laughs> Fictional character. Um, so yeah, those are our houses. We'll get them um, posted and put in an image where you guys can pick out your favorite house that you would like to be quarantined with. Um that was really fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. We'll have to have all the staff do it too, and we can let people know what we chose. I'm like torn between a couple now, so. Oh, I know what one I want. I want house five. <laughs> <laughs> <sure>. Too predictable. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, we will be back when we're back. We'll think of a fun idea. Um, again, we miss you all, and we hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. And we look forward to opening back up again and seeing your awesome faces again and just not through a computer screen. So yeah. Um, Cross your fingers. Yes. Yep. Cross your fingers. Well, yep. We'll see you again. Bye everyone. Bye. That was cool.